Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Host Boyd Matheson divides rage from reason and elevates the conversation on issues crucial to our community. On KSL News Radio 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Well, the very existence of Congress and the Constitution obviously were based on a compromise from the founders well over 200 years ago. Since then, the once great deliberative and legislative bodies have lost their ability to find middle ground, to pass significant pieces of legislation that impact the American people. And it's a wide range from voting rights and crime to health care, our borders, immigration, so many other things. And so how do we look at compromise? How should we look at that when it relates to elected office, whether that's at the federal level, House and the Senate, whether that's here at the local level? Uh, We have to get back to this whole idea that I first heard a number of years ago uh, when I sat down with then uh, Senator Joe Lieberman and, of course, now retired Senator Joe Lieberman, uh, refers to this phrase, the integrity of compromise, And I was uh, in New York, of course, uh, on Wednesday this week and had an opportunity to sit down with Senator Lieberman uh, on a number of things, some of which will air next week on Wednesday on uh, KSL TV, uh, part of our series there. And in the conversation, uh, we talked about this idea of compromise. And I want to share with you just a a little bit of that, especially as we roll into this Fourth of July weekend, uh, to think about how do we re-enthrone and better understand this idea about the integrity of compromise. So I asked Senator Lieberman about the principle, and he uh, took it all the way back to the first time he heard it as a principle. Take a listen. Integrity of compromise is actually a phrase that's not of my own making, but uh, one of my heroes as a kid, Abraham Rubikoff, who was the governor of Connecticut, then became senator, Uh, When he first got elected, and I I must say I learned this from history, not from being aware of what was going on then, 1954, and uh, Democratic governor, the Connecticut legislature has majority Republicans, and his opening speech, he titles The Integrity of Compromise, and he says, we can spend the next two years fighting each other along party lines, or we can sit down, talk to each other, compromise, and get something done for the people of Connecticut elected both of us. And that was it. The senator went on to say that uh, compromise, of course, is actually how we got the Constitution to begin with. The Constitution almost didn't get agreed on in, I guess it was 1789. They basically uh, stopped conferring in the summer of that year because they couldn't settle this big dispute between the big population states and the small population states. The big population states were, I think, mostly Virginia, Massachusetts. They wanted uh, Congress to have one chamber and to reflect population. The the small population states, led by, interestingly, New Jersey, which was small then, wanted the Congress to have the same number of representatives from each state. And they really battled over this until, and I'm very proud to say, a a compromise seems obvious now, was offered by two of the three delegates to the convention from Connecticut. Finally, the senator went on to explain why, why the integrity of compromise is so important today 
and really why we've lost it over the course of time. But most importantly, we talked about how do we actually get it back? If they could do it on the, in the Constitution, which created this very Congress in which uh, we are privileged to serve, can't we get together and compromise on this big problem that America has now? So that's the essence of it. Look, our politics in America over history has been spirited. You go back to the earlier campaigns, certainly after Washington, because he was such a hero. They were feisty, and there was a lot of name-calling going back and forth. But generally speaking, over our history, after the elections, people uh, found a way to get together in the center, and uh, particularly when there was a real national challenge or crisis. And we've lost that now, and it's really hurting our country. That's why I spent so much time trying to, uh, what I, I call, bring people back to the centrist solutions. But the key thing is, are you willing to come to the center when you have a disagreement, talk about it with mutual respect, uh, think about compromises in the national interest, and then uh, pass it and get something done for the country? The integrity of compromise, I think it's such an important principle, and and the, the nuances of it also matter. Because sometimes we think of compromise and we think, oh, well, that's just being a squish or that's just, you know, trying to please everybody or that's go along to get along. And Senator Lieberman was very specific. He said, I, I want to be very clear. Uh, coming to the center is not about abandoning your principles or philosophy, whether you are from the right or from the left. It's coming to a space to have a conversation. The center is where you have the conversation. And so it doesn't require anyone on the left to abandon what they believe. It doesn't demand anyone on the right abandon what they believe. It's coming to a space. It's an invitation to come to a conversation. It's an invitation to come to a space to be curious, to look at the problem, whatever that problem might be, and figure out, is there a way to get this done? Is this part of the government's job to help get this done? Also a very important question. Uh, If it's within the realm of what should be done by government, then can we afford to do it? Is there a different way to do it? And that's where our elected officials should actually be excited It's why it it just baffles me that there are so few days in the United States Congress where you have all the members in the chamber listening to each other make the case for a particular amendment, a particular bill, a particular approach to solving a problem in the country. To me, that should be the exciting part of the job. But instead, we have members that go to the chamber whether it's the House or the Senate, and they go there to deliver a speech. And I've often talked about the haunting echo of the empty chamber. Most of the speeches that are delivered by members of Congress are delivered to nobody. There's no one in the room except for the poor Senate pages or the poor staffers who are sitting there who have to listen. But it's performative. 
It's to try to get on cable news. It's to try to get a social media click or a like or a, a nice fundraising campaign. But to me, if you start from this position of we are going to come to the center, again, not meaning we are abandoning anything, but we are, so I'm going to say not come to the center. I'm going to say come to a space. Come to a space and a place where we can have a conversation about whatever the problem is, whatever the issue is. And then we should get super curious about, I wonder why they think that. I wonder if that really is part of the solution. I may not agree with everything that person just said in terms of solving health care, immigration, climate issues. But is there a piece of it that if we added it to something else might actually produce the result we actually all want? I think there's place and I think there's space for that. And not just in the halls of Congress. I think there is place and space for that in our homes and in our communities. And while current efforts and activity doesn't suggest it, I think we can actually do it online as well. We don't have to go to the white-hot political rhetoric that we often throw out there when it comes to social media. And so what if we all did that? What if we all created a place and space where people could come and be curious, where we could ask sincere questions of one another, where we could listen intently to understand where someone's coming from, where we will be willing to suspend judgment, where we will be willing to avoid instant certainty and be able to explore the possibility we might be wrong or even explore the exciting possibility that someone else might have a better solution. And if they do, that's awesome, and we should jump on board. And so what we find in the end is that compromise really isn't about giving in or giving up. It's the integrity of compromise that should actually give us confidence that we can solve the problems and create a better future. We'll be right back. Think again with Lloyd Matheson on KSL News Radio.